0: Welcome to the How of Car Washing, the podcast that helps the car wash owner, operator, and manager address the challenges and opportunities associated with building and running automated car washes in today's fast-paced environment. And now, here are your hosts, David Begin and Henry Lopez. Hi, welcome to this episode of the How Car Washing. This is David Begin, your host. Thanks for joining me today. We got a great day here in Colorado. We're in the first month of the year, and we had a good snow yesterday, which will obviously help the car washing numbers in the next couple days. But uh, the thing I love about Colorado is we can have a super bad day of weather—you know, snowy, blizzard conditions—and the next day it could be like sunshine and. Right now, the one thing I, I'm looking at the blue sky, and the, I love the blue sky in Colorado because it's a real deep blue being here at high altitude. We live about 7,000 feet is where our house is here on the front range. So we're kind of on the, the highest point here on the front range, uh, just north of Colorado Springs. And then as you get to the monument, you start dropping down into Denver as you go further north. And then if you go south, you go further into Pueblo and Trinidad, and the, the uh, altitude drops. So we're kind of Uh, here on the high point of the French range and the sky is really really blue and you know you're at higher altitude and that's what I love about it so thanks for joining me today I appreciate it today's subjects gonna be a a concept about how do we feel good how do we be happy about what we're doing in 2019 and uh, we're already in the first month of the year uh, and if you're listening to the podcast I'm taking a guess but I guess you're probably a highly motivated individual You're somebody that probably wants to get better at what you do, whether it's business relationships, family, whatever it might be. Uh, and you like to learn. You're a good learner. So you listen to these podcasts. You're not listening to the radio right now. So that's good. But I'm, I'm already three weeks into 2019 and I find myself already covered up, uh, by the things that I want to do in 2019. I've got a real long, uh, project list. I got a lot of goals that I've set for myself. And, um, you know, this is this is what we do. You know, as as we want to get better, as we set a lot of goals and projects, my to-do lists are getting longer and longer. And I think, wow, I'm already already in the middle of it here. You know, we we just finished up last year, and now we're in the middle of it. And you know, when you start thinking about the car washing business, you know, I'm already kind of overwhelmed by the big three issues that we deal with, which I, I call equipment. The car wash equipment, the car wash employees, and the car wash customers. And, and that's where I spend the majority of my time is focusing on uh, some of the challenges and issues in those areas. But I'm already wondering what's happened in 2018. And, and I find myself in this level of frustration because of everything that I've got to do. And, and uh, my coach and mentor that I've studied with for the last five years, Dan Sullivan, you know, has really identified this. Uh, when when he's been coaching for about 15 or he's been coaching about 25 years he's been doing this for a long long time but he identified that a lot of his entrepreneurs and business owners that he was working with were generally unhappy people and the reason why they were unhappy is because they were so motivated Mm -hmm. and they would set these goals and they would find themselves very frustrated where they were in relationship to their goals and he called this idea the gap so i'm going to talk about the gap this concept of the gap and how we can prevent from getting into the gap, as owners and as managers, and I'm also going to talk about why we get into the gap. A couple other concepts called the ideal and the horizon, that's out there. But um, so big thing that we end up doing is we, you know, as 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 people, as we strive, right? We strive to to do things. We strive for, uh, you know, to improve ourselves. We strive when we set up goals. And, uh, and the striving generally creates unhappiness, believe it or not. So he, he talks about you know if you're, all you're doing is striving, you're producing a lot of unhappiness versus are you achieving? So, so how, do, how do you measure that and how do you look at it? And some of these things are more mental constructs than they are um, actual constructs. So highly motivated people will often find themselves in this gap because they're measuring where they're at today versus where they wanna be. And the reason why that's the case is because of, number one, this concept called the ideal. So we've got an idea in our mind of where we want things to be, how we want things to be. So I've got an idea in my mind of how I want the car wash to run. And it's a a very high standard. I've got very, very high standards of how I want things to run. I want things to run well. Uh, I don't want there to be any problems. I want all my employees to be highly motivated. I want all my employees to work hard and want to be able to achieve and get promoted. Uh, I want all my customers to love my product and love what I do and forgive me when something happens to their car. And and I want all the equipment to work perfectly and I want all the soap to work perfectly, but that's rarely the case, if ever. And and so we're always dealing with with the challenges and with the issues of the car wash. But I got an ideal of where I want it to be versus where it is today. And if I don't pay attention to the differences between that and I start believing that the ideal is where it ought to be and, and, and get frustrated because it's not there, that's where I produce a lot of unhappiness and I end up in this concept called the gap. And, and that's where a lot of frustration comes into. So one thing that's important, I think, when you start thinking about the ideal is the ideal doesn't really exist. There's no such thing as far as the ideal. It's a concept. It's a construct in our mind of where we want things to be, but it really doesn't exist. All we've got that we can look at tangibly is where we're at today and where we came from in the past. So this, this idea, this ideal car wash or this ideal business arrangement doesn't really exist. And so if we Believe in that, and we, we think that's where we always ought to be. Then we're gonna we're gonna spend a lot of time frustrating. It's it's good to set the goal, and it's good to have that ideal, but we've got to make sure that we understand that we're gonna be somewhere below that ideal, and uh, and that's where we're at. And we we gotta we gotta feel good about that. We can't say we've got to get to 100%. You know, if our business are is running at 75% of our ideal or 85% of our ideal, that might be more reasonable in terms of what we're thinking. Not that we shouldn't set, set lofty goals or we shouldn't have high standards, but if we expect those high standards to be the norm, that's where that becomes that mental disconnect. So the other concept he talks about is a horizon. So as a high-performing individual, we're always setting goals out there in the future. He calls those goals, he kind of puts those goals over there in the horizon, in the future, and if you think about the concept of a horizon, so if, you, if you've if you ever flown in an aircraft or an airplane before, you can actually look out the window and see where the sky meets the land. And that is the horizon. And, and if you wait 30 minutes and you look out the window again, what happens? The horizon changes and it moves forward. And when I lived in West Texas for a long time, uh, it was a super flat. I went to college in West Texas and lived there for a while. But... It's a super flat area. And so for me, if I wanted to be able to navigate where I was going, I could look down the road and I can see because it's a farming community, most of the farming communities there had grain elevators. And so you could see the grain elevator from 15, 20 miles away. And I would say, that's the horizon. That's where I'm going. So I would drive, spend the next 15 or 20 minutes driving toward that next town with that grain elevator in my sights. And once I got there, I said, I'm at the horizon. But guess what? I'd look further down another 15 or 20 miles. I see the next grain elevator and now the horizon would be at that next grain elevator. So it's this whole concept of you know, our goals and where we wanna be constantly moves throughout our lives. And what we wanted last year is different than what we wanted this year. The goals we had last year are different than the goals we have this year. And if we're highly motivated, then we're always setting new goals. We're always setting you know, standards for ourselves, and we're always trying to strive to be able to get to those standards. But that produces a lot of unhappiness. This episode of The How of Car Washing is sponsored by Diamond Shine. Diamond Shine is the premier car wash chemical manufacturer dedicated to maximizing the profitability and performance of car washes. Efficiently producing clean, dry, and shiny cars nationwide, Diamond Shine helps operators create a top notch wash experience and satisfied repeat customers. From branding and marketing to on site problem solving, Diamond Shine's team delivers results. Visit DiamondShine.com today to learn more from the industry experts. So, What does Dan talk about when he says you need to feel good about yourself as an individual and you need to feel good about your progress? And he calls this the gain. So how do you go from being in the gap to being in the gain mindset? And he's got three things that he talks about in terms of how to do it. And this has made a big impact for me when I'm feeling frustrated. I've got to go back to this methodology to say, okay, we've actually, you know, I feel good. I feel good about what we've done and what we're doing in the future. So the number one way to do this is you cannot measure your progress by looking forwards. You can only measure your progress by looking backwards. Now, most entrepreneurs and rugged individuals and great managers always look forward, right? We don't want to look in the past and tell ourselves, you know, we're always forward thinking, we're moving forward, we're going ahead. But that doesn't produce the happiness because what we're putting out there is far in the future and and it's going to take a lot of time for us and energy and effort to get there. The only way we can feel good about ourselves is measure backwards. So I would say, let's take a look at what we did last year and what do we need to feel good about? So if you look at my business, you know, I was able to improve uh, the way we hire people. I think we've improved our employee training somewhat. I think we've uh, created some good processes and procedures. Uh, around that, we've we've implemented some great maintenance management systems. Um, in 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 the last year, we've we've improved our unlimited program, so we've improved our club membership quite a bit, which has made a big difference for us. So we made a you know we've done some remodeling at the car wash. We've been we've taken out some old equipment and put in some new equipment. So if I went back and looked at everything I did last year, I would get a great feeling that I've made a tremendous amount of progress in my business in, 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 in 2018. If I look at what I've got to do in 2019, you know, there's a lot that's out there and it creates a lot of stress and, and it's going to take a lot of time, energy, and effort. But if I look backwards, that's where I get my motivation. That's where I get my energy boost to accomplish the goals that I've got to do this year. So really important concept I want you guys to think about. If you want to feel good about what you've, about yourself, if you want to feel good about your progress, the only way to do that is you've got to go back. You cannot go forward and look at the goals that you set out for this year and feel good about them. You can only go backwards. So I recommend you do that as an individual, and I recommend that you do that as a car wash team. I would get your car wash team together, and I would get your car wash workers together, whether you do it at a site level or whether you just get your managers together and say, let's celebrate what happened last year and start pointing out the things that we've made improvements on, so the things we did well. And it'll make everybody feel good, it'll create some motivation, it'll create some energy to say, okay, so here's what we're gonna do this next year. But it lets them know that we're all doing good because we're making progress. You gotta measure the progress and you gotta look at the progress. The second thing is, obviously, is you gotta be able to set goals. And and there's a difference between a hope and a goal. So the example I like to use is running a marathon, not that I would ever run a marathon. I like to cycle because I think it's a little easier to sit down than to run. But I could set a goal to say I want to run a marathon someday. That's not a very good goal because it's probably not going to happen because I haven't created enough uh, specifics around that goal to make it work. So if I really wanted to run a marathon, I think what I would say is October 1st, I'm going to plan to run a marathon this year. Here's the marathon I'm going to run. So I would pick the particular event that I was going to run. Then I would set some goals. I want to run that in four and a half hours, whatever the goal might be. And then in doing that, I'm going to set up a training program for the next nine months to get me to that marathon. And in that particular period, I'm going to set some mileage. So I've got to be able to run a certain amount of miles. I might have to do some certain training regimens. I might have to start improving my diet. Uh, I might have to drop 10 pounds somewhere in the process so I can run that marathon. And I want to be able to do some sort of workouts to make sure I strengthen myself in certain areas so that I'll be able to run that distance. Now, the difference between wanting to run a marathon someday and what I just told you is the difference between setting the right types of goals. Now, I'm seeing a lot of information now uh, in in a lot of the self-help processes that say that goal setting is not a great idea. And, and I think I understand what they're trying to get to, but I think there's a happy medium. We, we end up setting goals and then we find ourselves saying to ourselves, I'm not going to be happy until I meet that particular goal. And that creates a lot of, lot of friction and a lot of frustration within us between now and the time that we end up meeting that goal. And this is where Dan Sullivan talks about the importance of measuring progress Versus measuring the outcome of the overall goal. Because once you get to that day where you're going to run that marathon, that's going to be an exciting day, but it's only going to be for the next, for about 12 hours, and then you're going to feel good, and then that's going to be pretty much it. And you don't want to work for the next nine months for only 12 hours of happiness. So make sure that you spend some time setting up proper goals, but also set up some what I call sub-goals. So I would kind of measure my achievements if I was going to run that marathon I would measure my achievements every month and I'd be able to see my progress as I move along. So going back to my example of cycling I've got a lot of uh I've got a a bicycle computer that I use that tracks everything on my ride and then I can see how I'm doing so when I ride around my house or ride over at the Air Force Academy which is across the highway here in Colorado Springs I'll like to ride over at the Air Force Academy. I got certain segments, road segments, that I like to ride constantly, and I can see my improvement as I ride the particular road segment. So I'm getting a lot of great data that's telling me my progress and how I'm measuring myself against uh, where I was earlier or where I'm at now. And so I can see my progress as I keep riding if I'm improving, and that's a great motivation. So I've got some rides I'm gonna do this year, which are some big rides, and, and I wanna be able to get ready for that. So I wanna be able to measure that improvement. And, and by measuring the improvement that I was better this month than I was last month, that's where I get the motivation. So measure the progress. Don't necessarily measure the goal of the ride, but you gotta measure the progress that you're making along the along, along lines. And that's what produces energy, that's what produces motivation, and that's what ultimately produces happiness. Because we're all getting better, uh, in, in many ways. And we've got to be able to identify that. And we've got to be able to recognize that. And again, the only way you can do that is to look at it in the past. The third thing I would say that's important, and this is a technique that he developed to just produce happiness. And what he likes to do at the end of the day, and I really recommend this, and I try to do this. I'll tell you, I'm, I don't always do it. But when I'm, I feel like I'm in the gap, then sometimes I'll start this process and I need to be more consistent about it. Uh, as I go out throughout the year. But he likes to say at the end of the day, get your journal and write down three wins. What are the three wins that you had today that created progress to move you toward your goals? And he just writes down three wins. And then then he says, what three wins am I going to look for tomorrow? So based on my calendar, based on my schedule, what are the three wins I want to identify for tomorrow? And he writes those down. And then he's thinking about that as he goes to bed. He's thinking about when he gets up in the morning and he only has to have three wins and they don't have to be big wins. They just have to be individual wins. And so he calls this whole process creating a game that you can win. Okay, so instead of saying I'm going to have 30 wins, I'm going to have 15 wins. He only creates three wins and he gets to identify what those wins are. And every day he wins. And that's, that's a great concept for me. The, the one thing, you know, is he, teaching me that, you know, you need to be able to create a mental game that you can win all the time. And, and by writing down your wins for today and what your wins are going to be for tomorrow, that's where you're starting to identify and where you're showing the progress. So, again, as you're working into this next year and you want to feel good about what you're doing, you know, make sure that you do those three things. You, know, you measure backwards and not forwards. You really set the goals, make them measurable and then measure the progress toward those goals, not necessarily the achievement of the goal itself. And then try this concept called the three wins, you know, where you're, you're talking about what are the three wins I had today, and what are the three wins I'm gonna plan on for tomorrow. And I would almost guarantee it's gonna change your outlook, it's gonna give you a lot more motivation, and it's gonna give you a lot more energy to accomplish things you want. So thanks for listening to The How of Car Wash. This is your host, David Begin. And we'll look forward to hearing from you next time on the How of Car Washing. Thank you for listening to the How of Car Washing. For more information, links, and other resources, please visit thehowofcarwashing.com, and leave us a comment if you have a topic you would like discussed. Thanks for listening, and we look forward to having you next time on the How of Car Washing.